John chapter 18, 33 through 1915. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord, or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from the world. Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, what is truth? After he had said this, he went back outside to the Jews and told them, I find no guilt in him, but you have a custom that I should release one man for you at the Passover. So do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They cried out again, not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law. And according to that law, he ought to die because he has made himself the son of God. When Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. He entered his headquarters again and said to Jesus, where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, you will not speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement and an Aramaic Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, 
Shall I crucify your king? And the chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. In moments that we call good, a service and a day that we call Good Friday, a time where we gather to celebrate Tenebrae, or better yet, darkness. And it's in darkness that we still see light. It's in darkness that we still see hope. It's in darkness that we see prophecies fulfilled. We see future. We see what is eternal. We see a Lord, our Lord, and our Savior. Now, as we've just heard from the text, Jesus in this moment is coming down to his final moments. Jesus in this moment is drawing closer to the cross. He's drawing closer to fulfill what it is that he has been tasked to do by the will of God. But before this moment, Jesus has one more brief encounter with Pilate. And this is where I want us to focus. You see, it's in this moment with Pilate we see an encounter that leaves us with the knowledge of who truly has the authority over this moment. Look with me again in the Gospel of John chapter 19 and verse 10. Just listen to these words. So Pilate said to him, You will not speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? And Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement, and in Aramaic, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. Pilate said to the Jews, Behold your king. Now let's pay attention for a moment to what is now taking place in the text. Pilate is questioning Jesus again. And at this point, Jesus is giving little to no response that would appease what Pilate is looking for from Jesus Christ. So Pilate asks Jesus, you will not speak to me. Do you not know that I have the authority to release you and the authority to crucify you? Literally in this moment, Pilate is saying to Jesus, do you understand who I am? Do you understand the power that I now have over you? You see, I am the one who holds the power to free you, and I am the one who holds the power to kill you. It is here that we see Pilate fulfilling his public authority as the one who was in the position of judgment from a worldly 
standard. And yet, it's in this moment that little did Pilate know that he had no power at all over what was about to happen. In fact, in verse 11, Jesus answers him by saying, you would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given you from above. So Jesus, in a moment of obedience, in a moment of humility with his next steps sealed, known from when he prayed in the garden, in this moment reveals to Pilate that there was a true source of authority in the world. And Pilate, nor any leader, nor any Caesar, was that authority. Jesus in this moment reveals that God had placed Pilate in this moment so that the will of God would be done. You see, here's a truth that we understand from our text so far. The sovereign plan of God includes the wickedness of his accusers. The sovereign plan of God includes the cowardice of Pilate, as we are again about to see. And even though they are less guilty than those who knew Jesus, but still approved of Jesus' crucifixion like the Pharisees, they are still all a part of God's sovereign plan in this moment. So notice how in Jesus' final moment, we still see that all authority still and always will belong to God. Now, Peter actually recognizes this very same truth when he preaches the gospel in Acts chapter 2, verses 23. He says, this Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. Now, coming back to our text in John 19, Jesus tells Pilate that all that is now taking place is happening because God has ordained this moment. Thus, God is the one who is in charge. God is the one who has been given all authority and has all authority. Even in the midst of our darkest moments, God is still in control. You almost have this moment where you could hear Jesus saying, go on, Pilate. Go ahead and, and do what it is that God has already ordained for you to do. But notice that Jesus didn't stop there. Verse 11, he continues. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. Notice that Jesus now makes reference to, to how all men now stand condemned before God. So this was not a moment that was simply on Pilate alone. No, those who sinned included those who betrayed Jesus. It included all the rulers, all the chief priests who, who waited for this moment, who, who plotted for this moment, who wanted this moment to happen. Yes, even those who, who knew Jesus, who had, who had seen the miracles, who had, who had heard the teachings from his own words and, yield, and still yet turned from him, even this moment was for them as well. And yet notice how our story continues in verse 12. It says, from, them, from then on, Pilate sought to release him. 
But the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement and in Aramaic, Gabbatha. Notice the great political leader. Notice Pilate is now caught in a conundrum. He wants to release Jesus for he finds no fault in him. And yet the people play into Pilate's greatest fears of both seeing a mass riot happening happening under his rule and at the same time ultimately speaking to him in such a way that makes him look as though he is a weak leader. In fact, the text tells us that the people say, if you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Now this phrase, Caesar's friend, is important because it's a phrase that stands for one that is both of political importance and one who holds political prominence. So to no longer be considered a friend of Caesar meant that word could get back to Caesar and you could be removed from your post. Better yet, word could get back to Caesar and he could issue the decree that you be killed simply due to the growing skepticism that he has in your leadership. So Pilate caves to the whims of the people. Pilate caves to his own fears. Pilate caves to false accusations and he brings Jesus before the people to hand him over to their desires. J.C. Ryle in this moment wrote of Pilate and said this, Pilate would rather connive at a murder to please the Jews than allow himself to be charged with neglect of imperial interests and unfriendliness to Caesar. So notice, a choice was made. At the right time, in the right place, by the right person, all according and under the will and the authority of God. And then we come to our last verse. And John teaches us even more about the perfect plan of the one who has all authority. Verse 14. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. And Pilate said to the Jews, Behold your king. Notice on the the day of preparation for the Sabbath, we now see Jesus Christ being prepared to become the ultimate sacrifice that would unite us back to God so that we could worship Him and and know Him and spend eternity with Him. And yet it's in this moment that Pilate makes one more statement that may have been the most profound truth that he has spoken to this point. He says to the Jews, behold your king. In a moment of twisted irony, Pilate finally says something right. You see, Pilate did not have authority. In fact, his authority originated under the will and the authority of God. So this moment, Pilate's purpose was served. In this moment, 
Pilate's words were carefully orchestrated. And in this moment, all of Pilate's actions were ultimately a part of God's sovereign plan. So here is Pilate. In a moment where he is mocking the people, mocking Jesus, now tells them a truth that they did not realize. Their king was now before them. And that same truth is relevant and true for us today. You see, it was Jesus who died the death that we deserved. It was Jesus who is sovereign even over this moment. It is Jesus who has all authority. And it is Jesus who is in total control of all that was taking place. And as Pilate stated, Jesus is king both now and Jesus is king forever. It's part of the reason why Jesus in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, can say these words, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So yes, Pilate, Jesus is king. And even in the darkness, even in our darkest moments, our king still reigns. Our king Jesus still has all authority. Even in the darkness that we ourselves experience in life, Jesus still has authority over those moments. So though the moment is dark, light has come. And as we would know, the great king would defeat death, thus marking the death of death. And it's in Christ that we can now sing, hallelujah, what a Savior. Let's pray.